0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He has been called many things, but we just call him Roy. This is The Roy Green Show. Well, let's listen to part two of the interview with John Letts about his son, Jack. Jack. Did your son go to Syria and Iraq to learn Arabic, or did he learn Arabic in England before he went
1: there? He learned Arabic. No, he learned. He's very, very good with languages, Jack. I mean, he 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 can switch accents perfectly Canadian or perfectly British. He uh, learned Arabic mostly in Oxford. Um, He used to just talk to anyone he could. Okay. In Arabic, um, and but and then went to Kuwait. Actually, went on a holiday to Jordan. Um, he just finished high school. His okay. Friends, and then ended up in Kuwait.
0: So take us back to what happened when you were taken uh, to prison. You were put in solitary confinement for uh, funding terrorism. That was the charge, was it? Yeah. Uh,
1: well, yes. It was. The charge is actually um, there is a risk. We believe it's, it's the law is basically the police say we believe that there is a risk. There was a risk that some of the money you tried to send could have been used for terrorism okay that's the charge and that's 14 years um in jail for that and and the thing is the it, it, it's really the opinion of the police uh, that 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 that's based on so we're challenging that opinion and saying well actually we think you should have some evidence to prove that there was some intent you know there was no certainly no intent so this and, case
0: your case isn't over yet as far as that is oh, concerned. oh
1: no 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 but but we're under uh, under british law not in canada but under British contempt of court, we can't even mention that we're on trial. So, but you, you can so you all, can on
0: this program because you're speaking yes, to Canada, okay?
1: <laughs> and I'm speaking to you too, Roy, which is great. Um, but I think, uh, uh, well, yeah, that's that's what we've been told that it's, that we can't say. So the papers here, of course, have been printing all sorts of allegations and stuff about Jack, mostly all made up, and about us. And they seem to get away with it because they're very powerful media organizations and we, we can't defend ourselves because they won't print what what we have to say. Okay. I think like this term Jihadi Jack that you keep mentioning, I mean, you know, no one questions where that came from. And I can tell you exactly how this whole avalanche started, which was, um, you know, in the September, October when Jack left, It was just 2014 now, um, we were kind of suckered into talking to a journalist from a Sunday paper here who we did for a few minutes, for a, for a little while, and then said, mm, we're not comfortable with this because, you know, we, we don't really all know what's going on. But he, we told him that Jack had phoned and said he'd gone to Syria, but he was on his way to Iraq. We told that journalist that, but he then twisted that in the paper and said he coined the term Jihadi Jack, and he said Jack phoned and told his parents that he had gone to Syria and joined ISIS. Well, that was never the case. He never said that. But it was completely invented. Once that hit the papers, it was on the wire, and absolute avalanche of everyone inventing stuff, posing with weapons, all this stuff. It was a pure invention, and I can't wait for this to be over to sue him for the lie. And once that's out, we couldn't change it. Anyway, that wasn't the question you asked me. No, I'm sorry.
0: No. I'm just no, no, that's you. fine. It's fine. So, you know, I'll yeah, ask you sorry. questions. You take it where you feel you need to take it. I, I'll bring you back on course if I, you know, there's questions I need answers to, and there are questions I need answers to. But how did this? So you were released from prison after a week in solitary, and uh, the case yeah. continues. Um, yes.
1: Um, so we're 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 as I say, we're going to the Supreme Court in, in April, and if we. If you know challenging the whole basis of the anti-terrorism law under where we've been charged, the fact that we think they need evidence. Mm-hmm. If we win that, great. But uh, from what I can tell, from what we've been told, that they are still very intent on uh, on taking us to court in September. Apparently, quite a few people have been charged uh, with you know sending tiny amounts of money or a pair of running shoes or something like that to yeah. and to, to their family. Now you know, and I, I want to stop all that too. I have no problem with that. we really did try to cooperate with the police to get Jack out and to get him into their hands. And so I really didn't expect this to be turned around on us.
0: Does your son have friends who are ISIS fighters?
1: Uh, I don't know. Ask him. I'm sure he must know people who must have been there. Um, He was in Raqqa. He must have met them. But from the sounds of it, there were quite a group of people who were opposing them as well.
0: Yeah. I take
1: it from I'm no expert on on what the dynamics inside that, but because Jack was quite a dedicated Muslim, I think he was able to say, well, look, you know, if you're killing people like me, yeah. who are real committed Muslims, I mean, he wants to train to be a, 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 an Islamic scholar, so if they're killing people like that, well, it would look really bad in society. That's how I. That's what people have have explained it to us.
0: Okay, here's a question: If if he says this to uh, to the to ISIS in Raqqa, challenges them up front, and they take him to court. Um, how is it that he survived that? We we, we constantly heard that if you challenge them, particularly on any of their beliefs, and they had you in their custody, you weren't going to survive.
1: Yeah, it sounds, I, I realize it's quite, he, and he keeps saying, he said, I, I can't believe I'm still alive. And most people I know, including the Kurds who first picked him up, couldn't believe he was alive. They called him a hero when they first got him. But that happened in Mosul, from what I gather, but then there was house arrest in, in Raqqa. I mean, I don't know all the details here. I want to speak to him about this, but, you know, I haven't spoken to him directly in two years. Mm-hmm. And we've had text messages only seven months ago. And then just recently, this last lot that we didn't get to speak to him. So I, I have a lot of questions to ask him about all of this and yeah. all these details. But, but it's the assumption that he was some murdering, raping, killing ISIS person is what I'm challenging, because I don't see any evidence for that. I wish, you know, please show it to me, somebody. And given what I've seen, you know, it isn't there. But it does seem, well, I think I think they couldn't kill everyone. I think there was quite a lot of opposition. I know he was terrified, thinking he wasn't going to make it. And when you get a message, just before Raqqa fell, we were getting messages from him saying, well, we, we, we had the goodbye message. Saying thanks for being, you know, decent parents, uh, but uh, I'm there's no way I'm going to make it out of here. This is obviously what God Allah wants from me, and uh, I would and because ISIS will kill me if they catch me escaping, and and obviously if he gets picked up, he'll probably get killed on the way out. So goodbye. So that was kind of difficult, um, and, and that's what we're seeing. And and then, you know, it was miraculous. Three weeks later, when we got a text out of Lou saying, I'm with the Kurds. It's great.
0: So there's part two of the interview. We'll play a third part when we come back and then take some questions from you on whether or not you believe that Jack Letts should be allowed into this country. He is a Canadian-British dual citizen. The Brits have no interest in having him return there. You'll hear me talk to his father about that. And the question is, is he actually a member of ISIS? Was he? And should he be coming into this country? Consular officials from the federal government have been talking to him, and the foreign affairs minister or the global affairs minister said she's aware of Jack Lett. We'll come back and play part three for you.